From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, April 15th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio State University has reached two new settlement agreements connected to abuse of students by former team physician Richard Strauss. Tracy Townsend has the latest. The settlements total nearly $2 million. The money will go to 57 survivors. Investigators say the former wrestling team doctor abused students for more than 20 years. This means that the university has reached settlements with nearly 300 survivors in total. Ohio State says nearly half of the plaintiffs have settled, totaling nearly $60 million. A federal judge dismissed several lawsuits last year. Strauss was employed by the university as a physician from 1978 to 1998 and died in 2005. I'm Tracy Townsend. Ohio's unemployment rate dropped slightly in the latest report. Dave James has more. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says Ohio's unemployment rate for March was 4.1 percent, down from 4.2 in February. The state says there were just over 18,000 more workers in March, and Ohio's total workforce is just under 5.5 million. About a quarter of a million people in the state are unemployed. Dave James, I went in news. The national jobless rate is lower than Ohio's at 3.6 percent. Ohio's unemployment rate a year ago was 5.7 percent, while the national rate was 6 percent. Controversial legislation at the State House, House Bill 616, would restrict schools from issuing instruction or materials about sexual orientation and gender identity issues through third grade. Kiana Deitches has the reaction from the governor. We spoke to Governor DeWine about the bill. While he didn't say he supports it, he does support parental rights. I don't know anyone who thinks it's a great idea to be talking to first graders or second graders or kindergarten children uh, in regard to sex education in school. I I just don't think that that's the proper role of the school. Parents are not only the first teachers, you know, we want parents to be directly involved in what goes on in the schools. They have every right to do that. It's their, it's their child. I'm Kiana Deitches. The bill also allows only, quote, age-appropriate instruction for students in grades 4 through 12, though it doesn't define age-appropriate. It also prevents the teaching of critical race theory. A Columbus man who testified he was following presidential orders from Donald Trump when he stormed the U.S. Capitol has been convicted of obstructing Congress from certifying President Joe Biden's 2020 electoral victory. A federal jury on Thursday also found 38-year-old Dustin Byron Thompson guilty of stealing a coat rack from an office inside the Capitol during the riot on January 6th of last year. Thompson, an exterminator who lost his job during the COVID-19 pandemic, was the first Capitol riot defendant to mount a trial defense, blaming Trump and members of his inner circle for the insurrection. Two of the three men accused in the deaths of a Bluffton police officer faced a judge yesterday. Andrew Kinsey has the latest. Eamon Johnson and Zachary Love pleading not guilty to all counts. Officer Dominic Francis was hit and killed two weeks ago during a police chase. Investigators say Francis was trying to stop Love Johnson and Dante Tate. Love has ties to the Columbus area. I'm Andrew Kinsey. More than 500 people have signed a petition at change.org calling for more transparency from the University of Toledo over health code violations in its student dining hall. Melissa Andrews reports. Students and parents are angry at the University of Toledo. The university's dining hall is still getting hit with critical health code violations. This is following months of violations. The school never revealed to students 
but told us it had resolved. We did hear back from the university and a spokesperson says UT hears the students and shares their frustration that the issue still hasn't been solved. The health department says it will continue to work closely with the school to help fix it. I'm Melissa Andrews. Police are investigating after a young boy was killed when he was hit by a car in Columbus yesterday. Kevin Landers has more. Columbus police say that driver, after he struck that child, drove that child to Riverside Hospital, which is about six miles away from the scene. It's unclear why the driver did not call 911. Now, according to police, it's unclear if the driver was going too fast. The four-year-old boy was on his tricycle at the time. Police tell us that the driver is a neighbor of the boy, and we're also told that the father was in the car with the driver when they drove them here to the hospital. I'm Kevin Landers. Kings Island opens to the general public tomorrow. Dave James reports. The park north of Cincinnati is beginning its 50th anniversary year. The 364-acre amusement and water park opened in 1972. Sandusky-based Cedar Fair, which owns Cedar Point, purchased Kings Island and four other Paramount parks in 2006 for one and a quarter billion dollars. Cedar Point, by the way, opens Saturday, May 7th. Dave James, I went in news. And the Cleveland Guardians' home opener is tonight. It's the home debut of the team under its new name. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown grew up in Mansfield and is a lifelong Cleveland baseball fan. He said more often than not, Cleveland puts a better-than-average team on the field and has the sixth winningest record in all of baseball since 2010. He said he'd like to see the Guardians aggressively pursue a World Series win. They've been winning. They just don't quite get there. and They just hope, would hope the owners would invest in one or two really good hitters this year, pick somebody up in May or June that can, can hit 30, 30 or 25 or 30 home runs. And they have the pitching they need, but uh, they could be really good this year. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.